Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yankees, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Now, I'm your host, Don. I want to thank you for listening. Today, I'm going to be discussing the New York Giants doling out a ridiculous Daniel Jones contract and then paying too much for Barkley, and also new Major League Baseball rules, uh, what I think about them after watching a few spring training games, and a little bit about Yankee spring training as an overview so far. So let's go ahead and get started. So let's start with the Giants. Tuesday, the Giants decided, in their infinite wisdom, that Daniel Jones is somehow worth $40 million a year. The Giants gave Daniel Jones a $160 million four-year contract. That's $40 million a year for four years. And the four years is the important part, too. $40 million is bad enough. Four years. Now, I can't stress enough how insane this is. And I also can't stress enough how the Giants forced themselves into this position by missing out on drafting a quarterback for the last three or four years, which I've been pointing out in my podcast since this podcast inception. Um, they had they were in position you know, to actually draft quarterbacks years ago, and this year and going forward, they will not be in position to draft a quarterback. So they're forced into this. Um, they now cannot get another quarterback in this draft, as I predicted, um, and they have to stick with DJ for this year, right? They need Daniel Jones to come back next year because they're stuck for this year. Somehow, though, they decide that we need to have him for another four years. And I guess this was based on this one decent season which he had this year after three basically terrible seasons. Daniel Jones, as a reminder, had 15 touchdown passes all year this year. 15, one, five, 15 touchdown passes. He had 10 last year, 11 the year before. The best quarterbacks in the NFL have 40, 50 touchdown passes. His last three years, he's had 15, 10, 11. Somehow, if this warrants $40 million a year, this world is screwed. And most certainly, the Giants' cap is now screwed because of this, right? I really, really love Joe Shane and all his moves until now. I mean, this move, coupled with the Saquon Barkley signing, which I'll touch on you know, a little bit briefly, later, represent decisions that just don't seem to be in line with the proper building of this team. And, and giving Jones, say they gave Jones a one-year deal worth $40 million or 35 or some ridiculous fucking amount, you know, you're forced into it because you're forced into it. Well, we talked about it. But if they franchised him, again, same thing. You're, you're giving him a one-year deal because you don't have any other options because Gettleman and everyone else screwed this team for years on end and now we're screwed. We're not in position to do anything else but re-sign a, a mediocre quarterback. So they had to have him back for next year. That said, we did not need to have him back for four years, right? We had to sign Daniel Jones for 2023. We did not need him for 2024, 2025, 2026 at this point. I don't know why they felt the need, based on what they're seeing, to sign this guy for $160 million. I don't understand it. I don't know what they're seeing. Daniel Jones at best is a decent quarterback. At best, a decent quarterback. At the worst, he's a below average quarterback with inconsistent accuracy, which we've all seen, who basically rarely throws touchdown passes. 
and I know, you know, the responses will be, he doesn't have a lot of good receivers. He doesn't have an offensive line. They're valid. Those are valid, valid concerns, right? He did have good receivers in the past, right? He didn't have a great line for a while, but he did have pretty good receivers. This year, he didn't have any receivers, and the line was a little bit better, but it's still got work to do. Um, I just don't get it. I don't get it. We're now saddled, basically, with a mediocre quarterback for the Giants, making a tremendous amount of money, taking up a large, large percentage of the whole team's salary cap. NFL teams have about two, <coughs> excuse me, $224 million to spend on all their players, right? You get their 53-man roster. You got to divide that up, and you get a total of $224 million. Of that $224 million, $40 million, just in the salary, not even incentives, $40 million of it is Daniel Jones, right? So a little bit less than a fifth of the whole team's entire salary cap is going to one mediocre at best player. And again, for this year, we were forced into it. There was no choice. We had to because of Gettleman and the lack of previous attempts to draft a quarterback. And by the way, in last year when Shane, uh, you know, had a chance to draft a quarterback, he didn't either, right? We took Thibodeau and we took our offensive lineman, our right tackle. This is entirely on Shane, entirely, this four-year contract, right? Again, the one-year contract, we, we had no choice. Signing him to four years puts tremendous pressure now on Daniel Jones. And now by extension, Joe Shane, right? Not only does Daniel Jones have a bunch of pressure, but Joe Shane, by signing Daniel Jones to this ridiculous four-year contract, Jones has to be excellent. (laughs) If he is not much better than he was this year, then this is an absolutely terrible, terrible waste of money. And more importantly, it'll mean that there's zero chance the Giants are going to win any championships. Because if you have this level of performance, which again, this year was better, but not great by any stretch of the imagination, you cannot have an average quarterback win a Super Bowl. Once every 30 years, you'll get a team that wins a Super Bowl with absolutely spectacular defense, great rest of the team, but eh, the quarterback's just okay. Rarely, rarely does that ever happen. If you don't have a great quarterback, you're not winning a Super Bowl. And you know what? The Giants don't have a great quarterback. So there is now tremendous pressure on this $40 million a year for the next four years quarterback, Daniel Jones. And by now, on general manager Joe Shane, because he signed him to this, for Daniel Jones to be an excellent quarterback. Because you're paying him like a fucking excellent quarterback. And you're getting dick all right now from him. Like it, People are talking about this year, raving about it, like he's Joe Montana or like he's, you know, Mahomes or something with this season he had. He had 15 touchdown passes. There's 16 NFL football games, guys. 17 this year. He missed a few. But still, 15 touchdown passes. Mahomes has that by like week three every year. Like, this is not a $40 million a year quarterback. And again, the, for the last time I'll say it, this year we had to pay him. The next three, we did not. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And you know what? I, I really hope I get proved wrong. 
the importance of Jones playing exceedingly well cannot be overstated. So as dumb as a move this is, as this is, I would love to be proved wrong. Because if, if Jones ends up being a great quarterback, that's the most important thing. Who gives a shit about all the money? Because, you know, that means we have a great quarterback on the team who's relatively young. And, you know, maybe the Giants can can go farther. But it seems like a stretch. And, and the people who see great things in Jones, you know, maybe they're seeing something I don't see. We've seen it for four years now, guys. It hasn't been a stretch of three or four games. It's four years of Daniel Jones, right? Now, is he suddenly this great thing that we just haven't seen? Is it really all the wide receivers and another lineman or two are going to make him that much better? We've talked about it before, right? You know, there are times in the last four years, many, 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 many times, where you have a wide-open receiver, you actually have a pocket and protection, and the ball is underthrown overthrown or nowhere near where it needs to be that has nothing to do with the linemen that has nothing to do with the receivers that has to do with an inaccurate quarterback again this was an improved year for Jones you saw less of that this year but you still saw some of it right and and let me tell you for 40 million dollars a year you shouldn't be seeing very much of that at all at all 160 million dollars you have got to be batshit crazy and now as a bonus, we've now paid Saquon Barkley $10 million friggin' dollars. Now, I understand the sentiment, and I'm glad we didn't give Barkley a multi-year deal, but franchise tag, Saquon Barkley, $10.4 million. It's just too much for a running back, especially when you're paying $40 fucking million for an average quarterback, and now $10 million for an average running back, slightly above average running back. I'm sorry, it's too much money. It's just, we need, the Giants need 500 things. They need three new wide receivers, right? They need at least another lineman or two. They need mostly an entire new defense, right? People were saying how they need depth on the defensive line. They do. They have a couple good defensive linemen, but they need depth. There's no depth. They need three or four new linebackers. They need two or three new people in the secondary. They need everything. The Giants need a new punter. The punter sucks. The Giants need everything. They need every single thing to improve on this team. And to pay these guys $50 million when you need all those things, it's just you're not using your assets wisely. You're not using your cap wisely. And you're locking yourself into a mediocre quarterback in Daniel Jones that is just, there's no need to sign him on a four-year contract and running backs, as we talked about before, no running back needs to meet me to make 10 or $15 million a year. It's not needed. It's too much. Barkley is not nearly worth that money. I am disappointed in Joe Shane. I am not happy. This is not a good thing for the giants. I'm sorry. It's going to be, played all kinds of ways in the press. People are going to have all kinds of different opinions. I'm on record now saying this is way too much fucking money for Daniel Jones. And and this is a mistake. Now, if he proves me wrong and he's a great quarterback, I'll be happy as hell because now the Giants have a great quarterback. Great. Go do that, Daniel. Prove me wrong because I want the Giants to win. I want you to be a great quarterback. I've seen four years of you not being a great quarterback, but I want you to be a great quarterback. So if we're paying you like a great quarterback, you goddamn well better be a great quarterback. Moving on. That's all I have to say about the Giants. Let's go on to the Yankees. 
I did want to step away and talk a little bit about the new baseball, the MLB rules that are being implemented, um, and also a little bit about spring training and the Yankees so far and what I've seen so far. Um, quick observations. This Yankee bit is not going to be too long. Um, I love the pitch clock. It's been awesome. I can't tell you how much I like the pitch clock. Games are so much more watchable now. I know it's only spring training, but get the ball, throw the ball, get the ball, throw the ball. It's great. The pace is so much better. The batters are not stepping out of the box. The pitchers are throwing the ball. It's it's so much better. It's so, so, so much better. I hate that they had to implement a pitch clock to achieve these results, but the results are great. They're great. They're so much more watchable. Um, <clears throat> the shift rules, moving on to that, um, it's good. I like that too. And, and I thought I would like it, and I do. There's more hits happening. There's more holes. Baseball, like it should be. Two people on the left of the infield, two people on the right. We're going to see how teams start dicking around and, you know, working around the fringes on how they can get around that. But, you know, it is what it is. For now, it's it's great. I, I love the pitch clock, and the, sh- and the no-shift rules are really, really good. And no one gives a shit about the bigger bases, I swear to God. If I got to hear one more time how the base size increased, nobody gives a shit. Um, let's move on to some quick thoughts about the Yankees specifically and how spring training is going. Anthony Volpe looks really good. He looks really, really good. And I can kind of see what all the talk is about. He looks like a natural. He does. Um, I haven't seen enough to make any kind of definitive determinations, but... I've watched a couple spring training games, right? Even some of the away games that weren't on yes, and you can get them using MLB TV. And what I see in Volpe is a natural baseball player. And that sounds like, you know, someone talking shit. Oh, he looks like a baseball player. He's playing baseball. But, you know, people that have played the game and know the game and watched the game, they know what I'm talking about, right? He seems to have a feel for the game. And this is both defensively and offensively. He seems like he's a natural, right? Um, and I can tell you right now, and I'm going to talk in a little bit about, you know, what I think is going to be the storyline of this year, that Boone is not going to make any use of this at all. And, and, but right now Volpe looks great. He's hitting the ball hard. He's got a couple homers. He hits the ball the other way. He's faster than I He's stealing a couple bases. He, he gets a good jump. Um, he seems very instinctive at shortstop. Um, he seems like he has a decent arm. I kept hearing how his arm wasn't that strong, but. I don't know. It looks pretty damn good to me. I don't know. He seems very, very natural, and he 100% should be our starting shortstop this year. I guarantee you he won't be in the beginning of the year, but he should be 100%. Other quick observations. Jason Dominguez looks pretty damn great, too. (laughs) He just really, I thought he was just some overhyped muscle guy, but boy, does he look good. He looks really good hitting. He's got power. He doesn't strike out. He's a switch hitter. He looks pretty damn freaking good, I got to say. Uh, another one, that he should be a starting left fielder. Will he be? I guarantee he won't, right? Boone, as you know, everyone listening to this knows my real my vitriol toward, toward Aaron Boone. Boone will make the worst possible fucking decisions that he can regarding left field, third base, and shortstop for the Yankees, which Cashman did dick all to upgrade in the offseason. He let Benintendi go. He left Donaldson here. And we still got IKF fucking at shortstop. Are you kidding me? Right? And Boone, even though we have people who can play in these places, instead of those people, 
will make the worst possible goddamn decision. It's inevitable, right? When they brought back Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman, anyone who has a clue that's paying attention knew what was coming for the Yankees, and that is Groundhog's Day. Boone's blind faith in Aaron Hicks and others is going to continue to haunt this friggin' team. I'll tell you right now what is going to happen. Mark my words, opening day. Hicks will be in left field. ICAF will be at short. Aaron or Josh Donaldson will be at third base. And it's going to suck balls again. Groundhog's Day in the, in the Bronx. Anyone who has these rose-colored glasses for either these players or Boone, you're kidding yourself. You're fucking kidding yourself. Boone sucks. Cashman now sucks. The game has passed him by. Stand at home plate while the Yanks are in the field and look left. Everything you see sucks balls. Everything on the left side sucks balls. Donaldson sucks balls. Aaron Hicks, suck-ass number two out in left field. IKF, I'm higher than most on him at short, but he's nothing. There were a million free agent shortstops over the last two years. Cashman did dick all to try to go get him. And who is going to start? Those three are going to start. Now, who should we start? Are you kidding me? Volpe should be starting at shortstop. Someone tell me why Anthony Volpe should not be the opening day shortstop. Left field, anyone, anyone else in the world, my grandmother could start in left field other than Aaron Hicks. I don't care who the fuck it is. If you want me to be serious, Jason Dominguez. Start Stan, Oswaldo Peraza, um, Peraza, Benintendi, who we didn't sign, asshole, Cashman. A million people can start and left. Anyone, 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 just not Hicks. And don't be mesmerized by the spring training horseshit anyway. You cannot take into account, because he's hitting well, all of a sudden he's going to be some great hitter. We all know what Hicks is. He's going to suck, Right? Higashioka, last spring training, was awesome. Seven homers. Did this, did this. He got into the regular season. I don't think he got a hit till July, right? You cannot count spring training stats for players that are established. If they played in the major leagues a lot of years, that's who they are, right? Hicks having a good two weeks in March doesn't mean dick all, right? You need to use spring training for new kids you haven't seen just to get their idea. This is the first time they've seen big leaders, the first time they're playing against them. So your impressions can and should be formed in spring training, because you haven't seen him before against big leaguers. Uh, Hicks, we know what he's like. We've seen too many seasons of him. And asshole Cashman signed him to another long-term deal, right? So we got, what, three, four, five more years of this asshole? We know he sucks. He's a lifetime 230 hitter. He sucks. He tries to take too many walks. He's looking for a walk. He can't play left field. He dropped another fucking ball in in left field, ran in a circle, and, and it dropped off his glove. He is awful. I don't want Aaron Hicks on the goddamn team. But you know what? It's Groundhog's Day because we've got Boone here. We're not going to see Volpe, right? We're not going to see, you know, imagine if we had a different manager and we actually had a manager that used real eyes. Now, imagine an opening day where Jason Dominguez is starting in left field. Anthony Volpe is at shortstop. Maybe Oswaldo Peraza is at second base and DJ or something is at third base. Think about the energy of that team. Think about that. Volpe, Barraza, Peralta, Dominguez, DJ. Think about the energy 
an opening day Yankee Stadium with those people starting. Now compare that to the dog shit that we're actually going to get. Hicks, Donaldson, IKF. Stand at home plate and look left, and you're going to see all the problems that the Yankees have, and it's going to come back again because Boone can't learn from his mistakes. Cashman can't do anything anymore, and the Yanks are going to continue to be a good to very good team that is not good enough to win a championship, and it's it's a sad thing. Um, we're going to see. We'll see what they do. Um, I, I, I do want to end on a positive note with this baseball, though, because I got to tell you, these new rules are excellent. You know, about 20 years ago, hockey implemented new rules where they, you know, took away the two-line pass. They, they sped the game up. They did so many good things to increase scoring and a bunch of, bunch of rule changes, and it worked out great. And it was maybe the only other time I could think of in major sports where a sport made major changes, and it actually really benefited things, you know. Everything else, adding, we're going to add replay for this. We're going to add that. And it all sucks. It makes the game worse and slower. Hockey was the one exception. And now, unless something really goes wrong in the next month or two, I think this rule, these rule changes are outstanding. I, I think the, you know, absolutely, it's so much more of a watchable game. The shift is great. The pitch clock is great. Let's go, baseball. Keep doing it. That's all I got for you today, guys. So I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. And I will be back soon for some more sports talk. Thank you. Have a good day.